unless I'm mistaken, I think Jakeem Grant might well be available. The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome to the NFL show by the Dropback here on Brit Balling. I'm Sam Lewis and joined by all the boys again today, Stan Wilson, Matt Burns Peak, and Joe Costanzo. How are we all doing, fellas? Pretty Fantastic. Good. Woo! Boys back in town. We are. I mean, there's only Stan and writer Alex on the podcast episode earlier in the week. I mean, it probably does a lot of good, seeing as though those are the only two out of us that know anything about college football. And it's yeah. definitely worth a listen if you haven't managed to do so already there. So fantastic podcast, if I may say so myself. You may, because yeah, it was. Out of Indeed. And so this week we've got some fancy talk coming up for you later because we realised we're in a charity league that's drafted tomorrow and we've done no communication on any draft strategy yet so we're just going to use this as an opportunity to do so yeah, that's what, this is our war room man yeah i mean most people will keep their war rooms private but yeah uh, we're so confident we're going to win that we can share yeah. our, our war room exactly. yeah so if you are in this charity draft um sorry you know what watch the, the stream but keep it watch the stream but keep it on mute because the numbers are really helpful i suppose mm. yeah we need yeah, that, that seems fair. Doesn't, sound, doesn't sound desperate at all no, exactly. <laughs> All right, so but we do actually have some actual NFL news. Actual um, news at this time in the season. I I know, and probably the biggest news from the entire off season is that Khan Nassib becomes Love the it. first active NFL player to come out while on NFL NFL roster, which was what pretty incredible. He's what a guy, pioneer, yeah. the first of his kind, and it's um, what's great to see is that like now young gay people. This guy, I don't. <laughs> What it's great to see now is that young gay people in America, especially those aspiring to be football players, have not a role model. They've got someone who has been the first. That has been done. That box has been ticked. They've got a role model to look up to. Like, and it proves to them it is possible. And it will just, yeah, makes them feel much more confident with their identity, who they are. And it's just great that he's come out and he's risked the abuse that he's potentially going to get from people online for the progression of the sport and progression of acceptance in across sport and in america yeah the weird thing about this i mean there hasn't been much outright abuse i mean maybe there has been outright abuse online i haven't seen it it's because those people you're never going to change their minds anyway yeah, it's, exactly it's, it's, yeah, the, it's yeah. the people that are commenting it's like oh why can't you just keep this to yourself i don't i don't care that he's gay but i don't he's he a pioneer sharing it. you should just be uh, playing football and not sharing your personal stuff but that's the entire point of why yeah. he it's so great that he's come out yeah yeah to show to that be- it's a thing to be honest, though, he said himself that he doesn't really. He hopes that in the future people don't even have to do this. Like it will mm. just be kind of accepted to the point where they don't have to make a big announcement that they're gay. But the yeah. fact that he's the only one who's done it so far. I mean, there have definitely been gay players in the NFL before. Just yeah, you know, your yeah. facts about that up, Joe. You got Warren names. Moon. It's just Warren. Warren Moon said he's literally he's in the um, 70s and 80s when he was playing. Like he knew loads of gay players on his team throughout his time. It's just. They never came out publicly. Exactly. Because it's just, uh, you know, with the times. And it, it makes sense that, you know, as things have evolved throughout time, like more and more gay players hopefully will now have uh, support to, to come out 
or mm. just like and hopefully we can get to a point where it isn't a big deal mm. and it's not like this big media thing and the fact that this is the first the first openly gay active player i know there was like michael sam before yeah. during the draft or whatever mm. he just was but... bad at football though was the issue with him yeah carl <laughs> nassib's actually he's he's a good player like oh, he's he's his, yeah he, he's on his third or fourth contract now so yeah Good play. But it was awesome to see as well that he was like the top selling jersey the next day. That was sick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That That's was dope. nice. Do you not know that, Stan? No, I did not know that. You're our social media guy. You've got to be knowing all the sort of trends yeah. that's going on. Come I've on. Kind you need of... to know every, every player's jersey sales, Stan, because you do social media. And that's what good social media people do. They know the facts. <laughs> I don't think I can count as the social media guy anymore. I think it's sort of it's dipped down ever since I've started working, really. <laughs> Chasing money, man. I mean, I think you need to sort out your priorities. Yeah, stop chasing the coins, start chasing the followers again. Yeah, right. That's what it's about. What it's about. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like, to your point, Slew, like, fair play to Carl Nassib because social media, as Stan will know, is a wild place. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, it to be, and like, I know where we want to get to that point where it's not a big deal, but like, accepting where the current sort of climate is in terms of, you know, gay rights and and that sort of stuff around the world like we're still not at that point yet and to see him do such a brave thing and and like the support around the league was pretty cool as well like I liked a lot that a lot of players came out and were like yeah that's my guy like proud of him that kind of thing like it it, it was a really positive moment I think hopefully for, for the NFL and hopefully can be a momentum for that going forward. Hmm. I assume it wasn't like a surprise around like his teammates and stuff like do you, do you reckon, do you reckon the team knew like beforehand? I'm sure some Probably people on the team yeah. knew. Some of his yeah. closer friends would have done it. I don't, I don't know. You you never know, do you? Because obviously yeah, you're not privy to those conversations. Coming out. Mm. Yeah. Good for Carl, good for the NFL. Yeah. That's your weekly feel-good yeah. story. Mm. Love yeah. that. And so the other news is that the NFL is shafting the dr- scouting combine, putting it up for bids that to start hosting from 2023 away from Indianapolis that is slap bang in the center of America with all the infrastructure that comes yeah. with being a city that is that sort of crossroads Literally city. 30 damn years. The location, damn years. the location isn't so much the problem for me because we've got planes now. They can be anywhere in America within you like have a few planes. hours. That is a good point. This it is why really... social media guy is up with all the trends. Knows <laughs> about planes. No, it's just, it's more the point that Everyone knows what they're doing in India now. It's just like it's a routine. It's a yearly routine. Like, what's the point in changing it? Like, and it, yeah, and it's like got to the point where it's kind of like a, a tradition as well, right? It's one of those yeah. like you get invited to the scouting combine at Indy. It's like a special thing. It's it's like when when Tottenham started playing matches at Wembley, and everyone were like, "This is bullshit," because Wembley's like a special place, and you got Tottenham, Tottenham. shit. Yeah, got Tottenham wagging around there. <laughs> I don't just... think it's a. I'm pretty sure you just spam this in a right. You've completely just spanned this entire topic in a way just to diss Tottenham. To be honest, to be honest, like the way I see it, players will still be excited to get the invite to the combine, whether or not yeah. it's in Indianapolis. I don't know. I think they it... might just been off the whole of NFL career now that the um, <laughs> yeah, because now it's not in Indianapolis. I'm not doing it then. <laughs> At the end of the day, the NFL did this because the city's going to bid and it's going to make the NFL make them some, some money. Yeah, I mean, Indianapolis has been the home place of the draft combined for what 30 years now, so the late 80s, wasn't it? It's been a while, 
That is 30 years, Steve. Yeah, well, you, are, you said it with the question. So it would be the 90s that it's 30 years. You could have said it with more conviction. for you. If you were born in the I, I don't know. It just seems like asking for trouble when they got such a smooth operation because the amount of yeah. like medical stuff that goes on at the Combine as well like the hospitals know what they're doing around that weekend. You're shaking your head, yeah, Joe. No, Basically, every player that goes in there goes and gets an MRI for the teams. Yeah, now you're going to find competent oh, dogs yeah. in other oh, yeah, cities. Because, other than oh, because cities, no other cities no, the way MRI scan. It's not like NFL players have got like access to the most private healthcare anyway. What are you on about? People fly to MRI scans in Indy. Like, so all in fact. The point is that there's hospitals already set up, like they've got so many around the stadium, how it is, and it's That's just easy access. Point. It's not it's a nothing bad. point. It is a nothing problem. Do you see how quick because they set up the night? Do you realize that? that like... Wait, well, you <laughs> what, well, 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 criticize me at different times. Sam criticized me first, and then I'll enjoy Okay. Do you not see how quick they knocked up the M. Um, Nightingale hospitals in, in England and the ones they did in like Japan and China? They can oh, knock you're up right, hospitals. because then MRI is just as easy to do as a quick. What COVID jabs well, straight? Yeah, you bang out, out an, an, an MRI, MRI machine about half an hour. Switch it on. That's it close down IKEA. So what? You want portable MRI machines? Yeah. Well, I mean, not, are, are we progressing human science or not? Joe, so, your criticism. So the NFL host these things called football games every week, where every single NFL stadium has a shitload of medical staff available, ready for whatever. So I'm pretty sure they can handle. Yeah, changing like, medical staff to another city that is an it's just a nothing point like yeah it doesn't some of those games aren't in indie either it's not a factor it's no, not a factor at all. every game in the nfl there's not 200 mri scans going on around that they have to fit into a they're not going on at all mri scanners right next to each other and they all go in at once no they just fucking book an appointment man like, you've got to have the facilities to book the appointment over the weekend yeah. they have hospitals yes i'm not saying the hospitals don't exist i'm saying the number is there it's already set up why are you pretending like indianapolis has got the most hospitals in the US or something. Because, as, because it does. I've, I've looked it up. It's got Good the most hospitals. It's the MRI capital of the world. Why would we have more hospitals in New York? How yeah, did we get onto this shit, happened. man? It's just, Slu's right. got a very stupid point. Slu, you're to be hosting. Wrong again. Can you just move us on now? Like, can we all yeah, agree yeah. the Combine should not move on from Indy? So what, Joe? What was that? But Slew, you're wrong. Once again. <laughs> once again wrong. Okay. <laughs> what the hell was that, man? I stand I want it by in Baltimore. It. I love this Why? show. Is that, is that your fucking angle good. for this, Joe? You want it in Baltimore? <laughs> it's still fairly central in the grand scheme of things. And Can also, um, hospital no, logistics, not. please. <laughs> east. It's central east. It's, e it's central. It's on the east. Is what you've just said. Yeah, it's in the centre east of the country. So it's not central, is what you're telling me. Is is that it's no, not central? It's in. It's towards the east. Is anyway, fantasy football. <laughs> we have been lucky enough. So I mentioned earlier that we've got our charity charity fantasy league coming up, in which we are competing on behalf of Mind, that help obviously people out with their mental health issues. And we have also been fortunate enough to be granted the number one pick in the draft, obviously, oh, yeah. because it was fluke. But hacker. the question is... I'm a hacker man. 
You're a hacker man. All right, hacker man. What do we do with the first overall pick of the draft? Don't ask him. It's PPR, by the way. I'm sure PPR? you haven't even checked that yet. It doesn't matter. Before I'm taking ask... Pat Mahomes. Oh, wow. Right, this is why Joe's <laughs> nowhere near the draft board. I, was gonna I say... went to the final in our fantasy league last year. and Because you auto-drafted. You didn't who fucking did I do take? anything. Yes, I did. And I played Minecraft during the draft. Right. Listen, listen. And that's just how good I was, Stan. Anyway. <laughs> listen. What you take Pat Mahomes with the number one overall pick, people start to panic and take QBs oh, with their number man. one overall pick. And then Minecraft, you get good value on a, on a running back you would have got with a mid to late first round pick in the second round. Okay, and to be fair to Joe, it is I don't hate that. It's like a triple flex league in which one of those flex spots can be a quarterback. So getting a quarterback Thank early you. may not be one of the worst decisions in the world. Yeah, you, you basically right. need q- two QBs in that kind of Well, league. you do need two QBs because everyone's going to do that. Well, yeah, because QBs get 40 or 50 points a game. All right, so having been disgusted by Joe's suggestion, which actually isn't the worst suggestion in the world. No, it makes sense. Kind of, kind of makes sense, to be fair. Right, how many people are in this league? Two Twelve. Men. Twelve. So we've Twelve got to wait another 20 24 picks yeah 24 picks pretty much 23 picks 22 yeah because we are 22, one of the 12 okay 22 picks before we pick again and in that time we're going to be able to get i, I don't trust it because what there you're are only hoping like, we need to take a qb what you're way. hoping is that everyone after you at least seven of them take a qb do that strategy with your second round pick then what if we don't like the value in the second round? Your pick? second is basically an early third because it's the late, the last pick of the second round. Okay, take your two, your two, th- call it your two thirds. Then use them. Use one of those in the QB and the other on um on those. Va- yeah, just on a. All right, so Stan, who would you player. take in the first overall pick? Um, Christian McCaffrey. If it's PPR, uh, like boring. If it's PPR, then we need we need two QBs on the team playing. I don't understand why you wouldn't take a QB. The first Is that what you're going to say for every single pick if we're not picking a We need two QBs. We've got to pick a, pick a QB every pick. Like You've well, got to need, pick other players. We need to start two QBs. They score the most points. And so we need a QB early. To, otherwise, well, we're not going to get a good one. You're going to get better value if you take Christian McCaffrey at one. You can still get a high score. But you'll score get a better value up. at running back or wide receiver if you take I don't a think QB so. with the first I don't think so. I think, I I think I, CMC I, I, because, at one. Because, like I said, people will panic and start taking Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. Yeah, but the drop okay, 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 okay. I'm just going gonna, gonna to go in and I'm looking at ADP. And obviously, this isn't the same draft because it's not for a 2QB draft. But apparently, you can get, bar Pat Mahomes, any of the QBs. By pick twenty four. That's what I'm thinking. That's my logic here. Would that change your decision, one. Joe? Or do you think people will draft QBs early with the opportunity? No, it's, it's not even about the. It's not. Well, it's not specifically about Pat Mahomes. It's about forcing people to take QBs early, so then you get a better running back or wide receiver with your next pick. No, okay. but I, I still think that taking CMC or at I... one is a no brainer because you can get a high a high ranking QB with your, with your late second round pick. Well, you can He's say had the same a few thing, injuries yeah. the last two seasons. Yeah, I think it was just last season. It was just last season. Yeah, right? Season before as well. No, that was when we won like a thousand thousand. Why are you taking CMC and not like Derek Henry? 
PPR. He catches yeah, the that, ball. That I was going to say McCaffrey can catch the goddamn football. He gets more touches. Yeah, sure. I think Henry's a running better running back, but as a pass catcher and a running back and or a fantasy player, I think CMC is just it's, it's, it's so much logical. Like what I'm saying is the drop off between um, RB one and RB five is going to be bigger than the drop off between QB one and QB five. Yeah, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm on that train with you to be honest. Uh, Apparently, mm. ADP at 24, the best running back available is Josh Jacobs. And you're looking at J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders. There you go. That's exactly so you my don't point. have a bona fide number one running back would be but the issue. Stan, I'd Stan, say Josh Jacobs is a number one running back. He is. And also, Stan, what I'm saying with taking a QB number one is that other people are going to take more QBs. And it means Josh Jacobs won't be the only option at running back when we have two picks later on. <sighs> It just seems incredibly risky because there are only a certain few QBs who people would end up justifying like a high pick on. So you take Pat Mahomes with number one overall. Someone's going to then take Lamar no, Jackson only... and yeah. uh, um, Josh Allen. Aaron Rodgers. No, because they won't risk it. He hasn't turned up to training. Why, why would they take... Okay, good point. Uh, Tyler Murray in there? Dak? No. Ooh. Yeah, Dak would be Maybe. a good shout. I would people. be happy with Dak with our second round Deshaun pick. Watson. Yeah, exactly. I'll take Deshaun Watson. And not, again, we can't talk about him. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. I, I would be again. Yeah, like Stan says, course. You got to the first overall pick. You got to be certain he's going to play. Got to be certain he's going to play, and he's going to. Like, remember, remember that year when everyone picked David Johnson number one overall, and they missed the entire season. Yeah, yeah but that's because he, he tore his ACL. Yeah. That could happen to CMC. Well, yeah, I'm saying what I'm saying is it derails your entire season. All right. Either way, Matt, who are you, would you stick with the CMC train? Um, I mean, unless I'm mistaken, I think Jakeem Grant might well be available. Obviously, but I'm assuming he's gone by the first overall pick. Yeah, of course he is. Um, I don't know because I, I I do kind of like Joe's logic. I mean, in hindsight, probably shouldn't have done our draft plan on a live stream because Joe's Joe's plan of like trying to scare people. We've got the number one pick. Yeah, but the whole point that, that what Joe's Joe's playing playing chess and you're playing checkers here, Stan, because Joe's trying to <laughs> take, take a QB straight away and then make everyone go, oh, fuck. Joe's playing noughts and crosses here. He's damn good at it, though. Um, <laughs> and also, to be fair, Pat Mahomes is absolutely electric. So, I, I don't hate QB one It worked, it worked and second me, round. Yeah, and, and also, like, the, the this is, this league is a bit strange in its, in its makeup. I also, on a side point, don't like the fact that there are so many different variations of the fantasy league where it's like yeah. PPR flex and all that. Like, just have a fucking standard format. I'm fine with PPR and standard, but I don't need you. Don't need the second quarterback stuff. Yeah. You only three. Yeah, flex it makes spots. it a bit weird to be honest. Yeah, it's a bit bogus. Although, um, unless you've unless you've only got like an eight man team and then you need more flex spots to make it somewhat competitive, because what's a flex yeah. spot. I don't hate flex, that, but like flex spot, so it could be a tight end. Like, like, oh, flex a, spot! I think it's flex bot, as in like a robot. Oh, mate, you yeah, stick a robot there if you want, Stan. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think the value of QBs in in our in our situation with this league will be higher, and I I, I think Pat Mahomes is going to be pretty. Yeah, so a second a second round pick that. would be what like, I'd I'd take Josh Allen over Pat Mahomes just because the value you could get him at. I'd take. You can get so much better value, like in terms of your pick position, because Chris, as I said, the drop off between the fifth best running back from the first running back is going to be massive compared to the, um, quarterbacks. But is we did surprise late round guys. Volume. 
Yeah, yeah CMC, good. Aaron Jones, they're the creme de la creme when it comes to PPR because the, the amount really they good. touch the football. But also, like, it's a skill position, right? And this, the risk with starting skill position players is that the injury risk is greater than for a quarterback. Why does every other single fancy league in the country pick running pick skill positions in the first two rounds then? I don't know, maybe because... Don't yeah, reinvent the wheels. I've, I've never, I've never regretted taking a QB in the first round, despite the because you auto draw. You've done it every year, Joe. That's no, we did it once last year. All right, so if we're in a standard league and you don't take Joe's absolute brilliant but mad strategy of the um, panic QB, where do you think like but, the best sort of place to take a QB would be, Sam? Would you take him before round four? You wait, one of those that waits around seven and just get what you get at that point. Um, I'm more well. Last year, it was a re- it was a good tactic until he got injured. But I waited until the third, the flurry was over with everyone reaching really high for QBs, and I got Dak in the fifth. But I had my eyes on Dak from the start, and I took him in the fourth or fifth, I think, and it paid off really well. But then he got hurt, so it's all about finding a scheme fit with a guy who can just put up numbers. He doesn't have to be the best QB in the league. He's got to be a guy who's going to put up numbers because that's all the fancy is. You've got to look for a guy. Though. Pardon? Yeah, no, he is. It's not like you chose a bad QB, though. He's a no, 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 no. But he wasn't. We, our perception of Dak now is different to how it was last year. Like I picked him because I saw he's a he's a good QB, and he's in like a Garrettless offense. He's got new pieces around him. Like he's got C.D. Lamb, Gallup, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard, and so I took him based on his system and based on the players around him and based on what I'd seen of him last year. And it, yeah, it paid off. So this year, what I'm going to look for in a QB is a similar thing. A guy I like, who's in a good system, not necessarily the best guy, because I don't believe in drafting QBs that early again because of the drop off in other position groups. So yeah, that's just my that's the way I go about things. And it so it was paying off. Your eye on then, if you're sort um, of round five six looking at someone, who do you have the idea on this this year? Because I assume Dak's going to go higher than that. Yeah, Dak will probably be third round. I think Matt Stafford could end up slipping a bit just because of the fact he used to play for the Lions and the Rams weren't particularly great last year. Stafford mm. could um, definitely slip. Um, I'm not, I do like uh, drafting someone that has a bit more mobility, though, in fantasy, just because of those easy points. Come yeah. on, Murray. You want a bit of a dual threat? Murray won't be a re- Murray would be. Um, he'll go quite quickly. He won't be one of those like mid round. He'll be there. He'll be there in the fifth. He's the third. Um, he won't go in the fifth. Off, the, off the board at the moment. He run because of the way. Legs, he run, I guess. Well, yeah, and the fact he does pass. Third. The ball wait, it's third. Yeah. Third overall. That's means three. Not third overall. Yeah. But third quarterback but third, overall. Third, yeah. third quarterback. What? Quarterback Mahomes, Rogers, then Mahomes, Mahomes, Josh Murray. Allen, Murray. Then you Lamar, then Dak, then Russell Wilson, then Justin Herbert. Murray then over Lamar is a bit wild. Wait, fantasy. then Aaron Rodgers. Did you just it's say fantasy. Aaron Rodgers? Like You're forgetting that people don't know it's if he's going to play. Football. And it's yeah. fantasy football. Murray could put up similar numbers through the air to Aaron Rodgers and then add a ton more on the ground as well. Like That's why Jalen Hurts is being drafted really high, even though no one thinks he's a top-tier quarterback. He's going to run for a lot of yards. Yeah, it's 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 fancy football. Is we'll run for a lot of touchdowns as well. That's the thing with Dak; he's such a weapon in the red zone. But Matt, when would you? Are you a early quarterback drafter, late quarterback drafter? Um, does it depend? It kind of depends. It it depends where you're picking, really. And it, like, I feel like if you're in a quite a, a league with lots of players, I tend to try and get a quarterback sorted pretty early. Uh, just because then it become it can become a little well, you don't want to end up with like 
you know, fucking Nick Foles or someone like that because all the good quarterbacks have gone and, and, and there's been a run. Um, that's definitely the position where you see a run start and then all of a sudden everyone jumps onto it. So, I mean, I, I tend to, to, to steer towards getting your top guy at each position early, even if you feel like it's a reach, like in terms of posi- like pick yeah. value. Fair enough. That make that makes sense. So if it's kind of guys like right, I he could be going in the next round. I'm going to take him now. Yeah, exactly. Get your guys. Identify the, the like two or three people at each position where you're like, I want them, and even narrow that down further on the. You can narrow that down further on the day of your draft in terms of like three players that you're like, these are my three main targets, and then just fucking go and get them. Doesn't matter what other people yeah. think. That's Jason the thing with quarterbacks as well, though. Once you get past like that first clump they're all basically the same so you can wait after that until yeah that's what i was gonna say is like it depends you can either go one of two ways you can go through the uh depends how many people are in your team in your league firstly because if you have few enough people you can just cycle few through average qbs depending on matchups like signing off waivers and stuff i don't think you you want to be waiver surfing qbs though in in most leagues yeah, in, in a league with like eight players or something like that, then you probably can afford to yeah. because there's still decent ones available. If, but I if got Justin league, Herbert off waivers last year. Yeah, yeah. but like, if, typically if you're in like a 12-man or over league, then it's going to be tough to get good value at quarterback on the wave wire, especially when people start to go down as well. And everyone's starting probably going to be starting two quarterbacks as well in this league. So yeah, that's 24 what, um, right there on people's rosters. What yeah. time is our draft? It is at eight PM. I want to say, um, but it because everyone because it's all online. People don't necessarily know each other that well. There's long draft picks. How long have we got? Okay. I'm not entirely in sure, but we'll know. In the car, eh? I, I'm, I, we're we're gonna be waiting right up to the last second, just like oh, they do God. in the real draft. All right. So Matt, we, um... Matt, you mentioned something. You mentioned something previously about your guys that you go up and get. So let's talk about yeah. some of our like favorite options that we have. Obviously. Everyone wants to go and get like a DeAndre Hopkins, Derek Henry at some point in the draft, but so no point talking about them. So let's talk like sort of a little bit later in the draft. Who are those guys you think could be league winners that aren't going to be come at too much of a premium? Mm-hmm. I don't know how much of a premium he'll be, but um, just based on what he did for me last year, Justin Jefferson, I would say. That's solid, um, yeah. He's going to be tough I to don't... get this year. I don't know what round he'll go in. I managed to get him off waivers of all things. He'll be a second rounder, I reckon. Second rounder, really? Unless you do your QB thing and it throws people into panic, then yeah, he's about the wide receiver eight at the moment. Yeah, he's pretty good. People are talking about him as a top five um, receiver in the league. I don't think he's going to win. He's definitely a league league winner for me, like generally speaking. Just. Yeah, but I, 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 Joe, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, Joe. You may as well have just said DK Metcalf there. It's not exactly a hidden one at this point. Also a league one. <laughs> um, okay. So you want like a an average? Or what? It doesn't have to be average, but I just, so I just think Jefferson's being bit. spoken about being a top five receiver. Like we don't think he is, but he's in that conversation. I've now, got so a he's... massive sleeper for you. All right, let, let's hear it, Stan. I don't think he's a massive sleeper. I think. You just—that's just, what you said. You came here. He's a massive sleeper. He's a massive sleeper. He's not one of the top top guys, but he's a top guy who goes slightly under the radar. I think because of the guy who was above him last year, who's now left. I think Calvin Ridley next year is in prime position to absolutely boom. Okay. 
He's got no, there's no Julio Jones there. And he really, 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 like, he went off last year. Of course, he's last year for him, isn't it? I think he is being drafted ahead of Justin Jefferson at the moment. Oh, okay. You you guys are taking people that are wide awake. Can I I choose one? Yeah, come back to me then later. Let's try again. Let's try again, Joe. CD Lamb. Yeah, I think that may be a little bit of a better one. Yeah, he's wide receiver 18, being drafted sort of. I don't like that pick. I don't like that. I pick. really liked CD Lamb last year. Did you watch I like any C- Cowboys games? It was like <laughs> yeah, the I'm only talk- thing I'm that was watchable. I'm talking fantasy football here. He did Mara, a good well, let let, let him make his let him make his point, and then you can come back with your rebuttal. He was All the right. only bloody Cowboys receiver nabbing tuddies last year, and that was yeah. But actually, I don't think Amari Cooper got that many tuddies last year in comparison. Cooper to was class. I don't know Slew looks like he's looking at the moment, but um, no, genuinely, if you if you watch any Cowboys games, it just looked like you know CD Lamb was was playing on another level compared to the other receivers, including Amari Cooper, in my opinion. So I want to see what it's like when Dak is actually back, when it's not Andy Dalton or whatever, whoever the fuck their third name, Ben Italian. QV's name is yeah. They each each of the starting receivers, Lamb, Cooper, and Gallup, each got five touchdowns, and that was without Dak play for the majority of the season. So they're going to move the ball. And to be honest, like you said, they've got Amari Cooper there and Michael Gallup, so he's not going to be like double covered a lot. I don't hate that Mm. pick. I like. I I really really like him. I like I like Gallup, Cooper, and um, Garrett Cooper and uh, Lamb this year because of the amount that Cowboys throw the football because their defence is still not great. They're going to have to throw the football an awful lot. That's the reason Dak and garbage Cooper... Garbage time, so... baby. Yeah, exactly. That's garbage the real, time. The real print. winners of, gar- of fantasy are garbage mm. time players. But the big downside with these three is the fact there are three of them and the fact that the so, ball's yeah. going to get spread around a lot. Like I know you can still rely on at least two of them. Like ga- um, Sorry, Cup. God, what am I on about? Lamb and Cooper Cup. are going to pop off like they'll probably still both go for like a thousand yards each few touchdowns each but i wouldn't yeah. rely on gallop so much as the third guy like i wasn't bloody saying gallop though What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and, to be, and to be fair i think in nowadays nfl there is enough balls being thrown away around that to i don't know to satisfy three targets but you're right you've got you've got to be sure on that outrageous um <laughs> i mean i know we sp- i spoke about him a few weeks ago um uh especially uh ruined your day slew when i brought him up but um mike gasicki mike gasicki is good in fantasy i'll tell you he gets a lot of catches he's good and he's good in the red zone he, he seemed down the stretch to, to gain a bit of chemistry with Tua as well, which was really important. I mean, it helped that he was pretty much the only fucking healthy target that Tua had to throw to. Um, but yeah, he, he's got a lot of... I, I, I expect him this year especially to gain a bunch of uh, touchdowns, um, especially in the red zone. Um, and yeah, good... Yeah, he, he's athlete. one of those that's like, oh, is separating the difference between a really good fantasy player and a really good regular player. Oh, he's both. So he's, no, no. Stan, who have you got? Oh, sorry, Joe. If we're going down that route, can I just get in my? Do you want if to you say Mark Andrews? It doesn't Mark count. Like you said, he's out of the way. No, well, well done, Joe. You've picked one of the best four tight ends. Yeah, but, but is he going in the first two rounds? Then I can say him. Fuck no. Is that what you quantify as a sleeper? 
Well, this isn't sleep. That's because that's, 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 that's when he's yeah, no, he's not. You could probably get him at very top of the fifth. You'd probably want to take him in the fourth there if you, you want to be sure about it. That is very good. That's great value for someone. Lads, it, looks like our, it looks like our fifth value. overall pick is locked in with Mark You, you loved him. Happy. I did love him. Yeah, that is true. You loved him when you, uh, you had him. As soon as he gets past great. round three, Joe just sticks auto-draft on and goes on Minecraft. All right, Stan. Did it work? <laughs> Was a sleeper pick? It's all shitty team. Yeah, sure. I think that's where we're at now. Um, run with it. It's still really tough. Like I'm, I honestly haven't put like an awful lot of thought into it at this point right. in the season. I've, but I've the... got two. Do you want me to give you one that you can make an argument for? All right, go on then. Spoon right. feed me so, the, the so My big thing in fantasy football is you get volume. Like you don't have to be the best player in the world, especially at running back. And if we're going with Job's strategy of going Pat Mahomes number one overall, I've got two guys who are in absolutely barren backfields apart from them. Nice. First, Mike Davis in Atlanta. Okay. Who Not filled bad. in admirably, you could say, for the Carolina Panthers last year. He showed he could do he it on the ground. Good. He was very good. And through the air. Joe, was it you that picked um Mike Davis up? Nope. No, I think I tried Dan. to I did try to trade for him at some point. I think you did okay. trade for him. I I just traded everything away at the end of the season. I do you want to hear the other running backs on Atlanta's roster at the moment? Uh Ito Smith and no, you're wrong. Cordaro Patterson, Quadri Ollison, Tony Brooks James, Javian Hawkins, and Caleb Huntley. I don't know who any of those people Javian are. Hawkins. You know, know Daryl Patterson, don't lie. Oh, yeah, Javian Hawkins was the Louisville running back from this year who I like. He's a little bit of a sleeper, but he won't receive many touches. So it, Mike, Mike okay. Davis, you know he's going to get a lot of volume mm-hmm. in that offense. That is true. And, and PPR is proven pass catcher as well i think he could be a sneaky good pick and i mean i don't know I when like you that. can get him probably we like to be late in yeah 75 he's going 75 overall at the moment running back 31 i like, I like that, that pick like that the other one would be Najo harris because okay. i think they're going to feed him a stupid amount of the ball he'll be their goal line back as well and again pass catching he can do it and what, who else is on that roster at the moment? He's like it's Anthony McFarland. You know, I really like that pick actually, Najee Harris, because of the amount the Steelers run the ball. Even when James Conner was crap, they still fed him the ball an awful lot of the time. And Najee Harris, he's going to be like James Conner on steroids. Like he can actually run with the boys fast. He can catch the ball as well. It's, it's going to be like the Steelers won't know what hit him. James Conner at all. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think we should even say them in the same sentence. The issue you have with both of those teams is you're really reliant on the volume because neither of them have really dominating of offensive lines. Yeah. So I think you the really Steelers need them the... to give it to them through the air on the ground at least like twenty to thirty times a game. Yeah, I think Harris on the Steelers is the best pick because of the strength of the Steelers' defense. They'll be able to keep them in games. They'll be able to run the ball a lot more than Atlanta will this year. That's for sure. Yeah. Does anybody know who's uh, leading the uh, Jets' backfield? Oh, that is a very good question, isn't it? Because that is a... Oh, LeMichael oh, uh, Pirine. LeMichael Pirine. Oh, I think I Kevin think Coleman. Coleman. Mike, Michael I mean, Carter, the rookie. Yeah, Ty just Johnson, thinking from the perspective Washington. of like volume as well, like obviously Wilson's rookie QB, they've got high hopes for him, but they're probably, especially early in the season, going to want to lean on the run game a little bit. Defensive-minded head coaches tend to to favour a run-heavy approach on offense as well. It's a West uh, Coast offense they're running, yeah. 
It's the Shanahan system. They've got their offensive coordinator was from the 49ers last year. Tevin Coleman has basically played that system his entire career. If he's healthy, I think he'll be him. Yeah, Um, Yeah, that could be a sneaky good pickup. I just don't trust him to stay healthy. On the subject of rookies, how about the other first round rookie running back, Travis Etienne? Because no, James James Robinson's there. Didn't no, no. Happen. Have you heard where they're actually playing him? He's not even everywhere. He's basically not going to play running back. He's going to play more slot receiver. That's cool. They wanted to get Cardarius Tony, but by that point he wasn't available. So they're basically going to play Travis Etienne in that sort of role. So they're going to get a different Wait, dude. Is that, is that position. some sort of joke? Nope. They like him as a catch and run receiver. Basically. Is Urban Meyer stupid? <laughs> Why would they not take someone like Elijah Moore then, who's actually a slot receiver? Yeah, um, they've got they they what Travis Etienne could well. do with the ball in his hands compared they to took, Elijah. They Moore. took Lavisca Chenault the year before as a gadget man. Like, why are you getting? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Elijah Moore, I think, is going to be one of those players that might be yeah. worth a late round flutter. To be honest, like huge news coming out. Yeah, of he's, he's a bit him. like a Chase Claypool kind of like second round. Not as in the not same as, type of player, as, but yeah. as in like, as in like that sort of second. Um, you could probably get away with him in very late on, and like I got Chase Claypool on waivers, and he did absolute bits to me. Yeah, I mean he's getting so much hype out of training camp. I know it's training camp with a pinch of salt, but no one from the Jets ever gets hype. So yeah, that new QB, the new QBs tend to link up with um, you know, early round receivers when they can. Anybody so. else slightly intrigued by uh the coming out of the Broncos training camp, uh, Hilton? You know the one who. Was it Kendall, Kendall Hilton? Hilton. Played, played a uh, QB for them that game when everyone went down with, with Krona and apparently he's been like yeah. sick for them in training camp. Um, I'm intrigued in him as a story, as a fantasy prospect, not as much. I'm not intrigued. I mean, it's, it's a story. He could be one to look out for to pick up at some point in the season. Mate, we've already great. said how d- deep their receiving core is. I don't think he's getting anywhere near the field for substantial time. Mm. Yeah, the no, only that... Denver player that I take a chance on is um, what's he called? Noah Fant. Do you reckon? No, I don't Sutton. trust the Q- no, I don't trust the QB situation there. Really, Colin Sutton's put up good numbers. Yeah, no, Sutton is a great hey, player. Boy, but there's a question then. Do you take Do you take a risk on some Denver players on the off chance Aaron Rodgers turns up? Well, that is a risk. Or to Sean Watson, apparently. I mean, he's, if they're no, there late on. Him. We don't talk about him until the case is finished. That's true. <laughs> we, don't um, the, we don't have the legal department for this. Literally, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can mention that a, a player exists. You anyway, can. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess if there are some Bronco... Like, if Colin Sutton slips because everyone is doubting Drew Locke then that would be stupid because Cortland Sutton is genuinely he's a good player the anyway best, puts up thousand yard receiver on that team, just yeah. put it in the, in the same fucking postcode and you'll make a decent attempt to get in it especially with how kind of disappointing Jerry Judy was last season after all we had sort of coming out and going into that season we were expecting big things and yeah. Cortland Sutton has been just yeah, I think Jerry Judy will take a step forward this year. I mean, how, we've seen countless times that receivers have still put up numbers, even with sub park Yeah, I like, just haven't yeah. seen a Out year that Cortland Sutton. Yeah, I I just haven't seen a year where Cortland Sutton hasn't taken a step forward. But I've seen a year other than when he destroyed his ACL this season. But yeah, when he's on the field, he's been great. Yeah, but, I mean, freak injuries happen. But yeah, it's it's like we said, oh, Dak didn't look better this year because he had an injury. He did look worse. He wasn't throwing the did ball. Did look bad. When did he... look worse when he was getting carried off in a stretcher. 
Yeah, that he, that's not it's not what you want before, but you want <sighs> a bit more athleticism. Um, so, I mean, we we spoke about volume being a key indicator, especially with these late round guys. It's definitely worth taking a pick on. Are there any backfields that you're looking? That's too congested. You can't be sure that a guy's going to make it out of there and be the guy. Uh, dolphins. I mean, who the fuck knows? Miles Gaskin will get some. Uh, Ahmed will get some. Like, other than that, there's a bunch of other. Like, like Patrick uh, Laird, who is there or thereabouts. Miles Gaskin, he was all right for me last year because he, he averages what about he's he's like solid for them, but he's not going to blow your socks Jared off. Jared so... Dokes, Patrick what? Laird, who are these yeah. people? Patrick Laird's Jared, the Jared, white running back. Jared Dokes was a uh draft we drafted Dirk, him this year, he's like dude. a power back. Uh, Patrick Laird's like a gadget dude, he's pretty, he's pretty elusive, but he's not very fast or strong. Yeah, I mean, the, uh... the thing with the Dolphins' backfield as well is you don't really know until game day how it's going to go because they're all so injury-prone that there might just be one week oh, where it's... there's literally only one who's healthy. Um, um, yeah. That's a good point. Avoid Another that. one in the AFC East would be the Patriots. Because yeah, that's always the Patriots' backfield. Yeah. Any Point given week, player. one of them could go off and have a great game and then you sign them on fantasy and then they're quiet for six games and then randomly go off as soon as you sell them again. Mm. That's actually, the Patriots way. Yeah, I was actually speaking about this earlier in the week. Um, do you, remember, you guys remember Jonas Gray that popped off at like that 200-yard, four-touchdown game against the Colts, missed yeah. a couple of meetings, and then he never played for the Patriots again? Yeah. Yeah, that's the I mean, Bill Belichick just hates fantasy owners. He's never going to keep it consistent. It's one of the reasons why why Patriots suck. I think it's more week. that he is very unpredictable, and yeah. hence you can't really predict who. Which is almost a good thing in a coach, but bad if you're trying to draft his players. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's built he's built a team that doesn't rely on one person putting up big numbers. Mm. Yeah, there's one. Exactly. There's a, so go on, Sam. Yeah, I think just one backfield you want to stay away from this year is um well one play you want to stay away from is I think Melvin Gordon in the early rounds. Whereas previously I'd be an advocate for taking him. They've just got um they just drafted Javante Williams out of UNC, also another really high ranking running back prospect, yeah. my second favorite in the class. He sat there as well, and he's only going to take up touches. So I think his value is going to be slashed again. So if you take him in the yeah. fourth or th- you could get good value for him, but I wouldn't take him much earlier. I think Williams probably claims out backfield down the latter half of the season, so he's probably smart really? to pick, isn't it? I think you, you're taking him in the hope wow. that he claims control of it going in sort of mm. week 12 onwards. And so you've Gordon got into the playoff brilliant. run. Gordon was brilliant last year, though, you've got to remember. I know, but they, they traded up to draft him in the second round. You don't do that unless you see something. For a running back as well, you don't yeah. see that unless you're going to give him significant yeah, game that's... time. That's a good point. Another one is maybe San Francisco as well, because you've got Raheem Meister and um, Trey Sermon there now. So mm. Trey Sermon, would... you can really get better value for. But yeah, Meister, I would stay away from. I'd say Meister's the guy, but again, he's been banged up. and has been a little bit of an issue. Um, So um, one that sort of got a guy going really high, I think he's going to fall off a bit this year because they brought back Marlon Mack, who... If he hits a lot, I don't know Jonathan what's going to happen Taylor. that Colts battle. Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, and Naheem Hines are all we're going to probably rotate. Well, we bit. saw that Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor could both play to a good standard while each other were in the team. Hines wasn't great, fancy wise. He was pretty good in the air, especially in a PPR league. He, where, he, yeah, was, he, was, he had a couple of absolute boom weeks, to be fair to yeah. him. Yeah. And yeah, they, he, he, had, he would get like. He, 
Well, he's like the third down receiving back sort of yeah. thing. The issue is, team. with Jonathan Taylor being the eighth running back off the board at the moment, does that worry you when Mac's in the backfield as well? Yeah, yeah. Mac's class. I'd, I'd start Mac over Hines, to be honest with you. Mac, I think Marlon Mack is a brilliant running back. I think he is a better player, yeah, overall. Mm-hmm. But I think Jonathan Taylor is a better runner than Marlon Mack and... Um, unfortunately, Heinz Ward is a better receiver than Marlon Max. So Heinz Ward, Heinz Ward. Oh, sorry, <laughs> hey, Heinz Ward is. I, a I would say no. yeah, yeah Heinz Ward is also a better receiver. Um, can, there's another team. Go for it. That I was. Thinking. I haven't said my least favorite yet. Well, I'll oh, go, go ahead. Uh, you, you, you say it first. I mean, it's the team that's basically the worst at everything at the moment. Let me just list some of their players for the Texans. David Johnson, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, Rex Burkhead. Uh, how do you know out of those four who's going to get it on any specific Probably week? David Johnson until he's inevitably averages one yard and then you'll give it to Mark Ingram who will inevitably pull a calf injury and then you'll pass it out of the backfield to Rex Burkhead who will He'll drop it. Philip Lindsay as well as in that team. Oh yeah, shit. He, I don't have fuck. Yeah, well, that's he'll, te- he's that's probably a... the most consistent one out of all of them. Because that is a yeah. terrible backfield though to try and like decipher who's going to get the majority of the touches. Both yeah. about yeah. one, it would be Philip Lindsay just because he's the least likely to get injured. Mm. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to have to bet on any of those. No. Exactly. Very. Which and is sort of the point of the exercise. Hmm. So, Joe, you, you, had, you said you had another one. Um, I don't like. David Montgomery and the Bears this year. Yeah, you don't I mean. Think. I do, do mean not. David Montgomery. And yeah, I still have David Johnson up on my screen. I mean, he, we, I there's always the thing with David Montgomery over the last few years that people, you know, Tariq Cohen might have a, an off game where he he kind of gets the majority of the touches and stuff. And there were a few games last season where Tariq Cohen kind of got more touches. And now they've added Khalil Herbert, who I secretly think was one of the better running back prospects in the draft as well. Is he the Virginia Tech guy? Yeah, and he he's gonna he's gonna get a few of the carries, I think this year. So it's just adding another factor into a a team yeah. where it kind of fluctuates who gets more carries. On that um, as well, Matt Na- Matt Nagy seems to just not trust David Montgomery very much. Like he yeah. seems to have. And they brought in Damian Williams. Hmm. That is true, but also David Montgomery is clearly like the most talented out of those. I would say, That's why but. The issue with David Montgomery is that he became a meme enough. when they did that comparison thing. On you know when there's a scout uh, up to the draft, he's got oh he's got the feet of this, he's got the vision of this guy. Basically, they just pick the best position, best player in each sort of category. It's like when you build an Uber quarterback, but they didn't get that from David Montgomery, and he's never going to live up to those expectations. Yeah, exactly. I think the idea of David Montgomery, I think he's a the good player, Barry Sanders. but he's never going to be he's never going to be as good as what his draft position is going to have to the be. Shoulders to get of Bo Jackson. Shoulders <laughs> of Bo Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, but the reason you're drafting David Montgomery is for the volume more than anything. Yeah, but then if he doesn't have that volume with the all these players, Saquon Barkley, he will get the volume. Cohen, you Does Justin trust. Fields not take some of those carries? That's uh, a good point. What would Andy Dalton starting at QB? That is also that's also the off. reason to avoid the the running backs there. That's a good point. It's a bit of a Ravens situation. I also don't really like the Ravens backfield to pick a single running back because in that sense as well, I I like Dobbins, but then Gus Edwards Edwards could equally have the same or more carries in any given week. I think Um, he's going to be their inside guy and Dobbins is going to be the speed guy. I think Gus Edwards replaces the Melvin... um, 
Mark Ingram, and we do right? like we do like Dobbins coming around for like end arounds and stuff, and you know taking the traditional wide wide receiver routes, mm-hmm. and like outside runs and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it's a weird one. I think either it could fluctuate um, to either of them because they're both talented guys, and obviously then you've got Lamar Jackson, who's also going to get his fair share of carries as well. So maybe I mean I don't think you'd go wrong with choosing either of them. I think you'd still it'll be worth a running back too, but. It's a team of two running back twos rather than a true number uh, number one running back. Yeah. Uh, also, on the subject of like mobile QBs and their impact on backfields, the Bills' backfield stinks, so don't touch, don't touch that. Yeah, Devin Singletree has been a pretty big disappointment, blazing disappointment. Um, they so got Zach rookies, Moore. didn't they, this year? No, Zach it was Moore. last year. Zach Moss, no. who everyone thought was going to be great. Taiwan Jones. Before. Do you remember when they tried to? Is Taiwan Jones the guy who they tried to convert to cornerback? At one I point, I have no idea. Mate. I think There's he played for the Raiders. People that have played in the nah, league I think Jones. it was Taiwan Jones who used to play for the Raiders, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, um, we don't have any. We'll cut you over your running back, but if you play cornerback for us, you can stay on the team." That is a fucking was just like, loose position change. Imagine, yeah, and he was like a five foot eight running back as well. So switching to corners like what? not the easiest. How was that? Surely Nickel would have had to be, but then he's got yeah, so much so, to do. But... That's mad. Only the Raiders crazy. would have done. It was that. a bit crazy that. I think it was officially, and then he'd be like, come in on some nickel or dime packages, and then uh, you know play special teams basically. But that is electric. Yeah. All right. I mean, I think that probably covers it because we spoke about a lot of rookies during that whole session anyway which oh. rookie quarterback would you i don't know pick up on waves or take a flyer on towards the end of the uh draft? zach wilson zach wilson yeah nice. good week. dude yeah i think i think he's more likely to go off in a game yep. say, not, he's not going to be throwing it a whole bunch though he's got one Why target not? it's Corey davis and elijah Moore. that's such a that's just such it's like a blanket lie. statement. That's just such a loose blanket statement. Denzel like, Mims, Jameson Crowder. Yeah, you're you're a massive wet blanket, Matt. He literally has four decent targets now. Yeah, I, I second I mean, you on that. Um, his Joe. running back situation isn't great, to be I fair. I think you're using the term decent pretty loosely. Corey, Corey I think Davis he's going to be a solid QB too. Like, he can be your backup QB on your team, like, solidly, and he'll be able to put up, like, decent numbers. We've seen the production that QBs in the system, I, like Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo, are prime examples. Like they've been sub-average QBs, or maybe slightly above average in terms of their raw talent. But because of the system, it allows them to like inflate their numbers. Like it's never going to be. I think like, they've been team. worse fancy quarterbacks than they have real life quarterbacks. Mm. Maybe, I but think... I'd still back Zach Wilson as my QB too this year. I, I wouldn't say week on week, you know, like, oh, if my main QB gets down, I, I feel comfortable subbing Zach Wilson in. But I would pick up Zach Wilson early and just hoard him away in the event that we see a Justin Herbert situation and, like, a breakout, a few breakout games. I would then sort of experiment, maybe depending on who I picked as my QB1, with sticking know. him in for a few games. I'd rather yeah. grab Trey Lance. I don't think Trey Lance Trey will play Lance. that much. I don't think Trey Lance is going to play I think all. Trey Lance will yeah. start because Jimmy Garoppolo goes down like a... I think if Jimmy G goes everything. down, they're going to play Nick Mullins. No, Nick Mullins, Mullins is, is on the Eagles. Mullins is no. gone. Brian really? Hoyer's season, baby. Brian Hoyer. If Jimmy, no, he's on the Jimmy Patriots. He's in the Patriots. If Jimmy G goes down, they're going to play awesome. Trey Lance. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. They traded him up to third to take him. There's no way yeah, they exactly. don't. But 
And if they take if they play Trey Lance with the way that he's built and what he can do on the ground, especially in that system, I think he will be useful. Mm. Yeah, see, on the ground is were... the reason that I would pick Justin Fields because he yeah, just managed say. to put fantasy numbers up, and yeah. Fields That's is true. much better quarterback than Trubisky oh. was. Okay, yeah, I'll tell I you what, I'll, I'll give you my QB sleepers for this year. So the guys who I would take in my Dak Prescott, Scott, these two. That's a lovely way to round out the show, Stan. I like it. What have you got then? Um, Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I think Baker's going to go decently high this year. They're not a lot, no. Um, not really. ESPN have him. Um, sorry, Yahoo have him. Yeah, they've got him ranked as, yeah. yeah. What, exactly what um, Slew just said. It just seems like a great, a good pick for like the fifth, sixth round, something like that. You've got Baker Mayfield, Kirk Cousins. You know they're going to put up yards. They're going to break 4K yards in terms of passing. It's going to happen. They're going to throw touchdowns as well. What about Taysom Hill on the off chart on the, just because he may win that competition? Like if he, if he wins, wins, he's going to no, low, They're going to no, run the ball no, so no. much. Because no. I don't get him in round, get him in round get 16. He's not going to get that many points. I don't trust I don't trust the decision of starting him. Like, sure, he's going to be there and he's going to have the opportunity to get volume on the ground and through the air, what's but the I just don't think he's a good player. Yeah, what's the point in playing a QB that's going to throw it for about 100 yards, run for about 80 yards? If they're going to... Yeah, you're going... He might be efficient with his yards, but he's not getting many, so, like... It's not like he's scoring loads of touchdowns either. I don't trust him. No, I yeah, would, I, yeah. I don't. I really don't like that. I would rather. I would 100 percent rather have James Winston anyway in that QB battle. But um, he threw for just under a thousand yards in four games okay. last year. That boy, Chase. That boy. And on that bombshell, it's 2021, bro. I can bring it. Impressive no more. All right, so I think that is the end of today's show. Thank you so much for listening. We're still no closer to deciding what we're going to do in tomorrow's draft. So we'll be posting the result of that on our socials whenever that ends because we don't know how long the draft picks are. We're really prepared, as you can tell. But those socials are at the drop back on everything. Make sure you go to our website, thedropback.com, for all our articles and more. Thank you again for watching and for Britball and for hosting us. I've been Sam. No, can we not do this again? Because no one ever knows the order. And I've been joined by Stan, Joe and Matt. And until next time, goodbye. The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns-Peak, Joe Costanzo and Stan Wilson.